Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Sup, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. We are back in your ear holes. With a different sound. With a very different sound. We are broken men. Well, I'm a broken man. I don't know about Jem. My voice is definitely broken. I'm, I'm very much a broken man. Um, I'm in the state that I expect myself to be. 70 years old. It's <laughs> kind of where I'm at right now. So uh, Wayne and I were in Dublin over the weekend. That's right. Lads holiday. A lads, lot of lads, lads. A lot of uh, singing, which is why the voice is totally not there. I don't think I hit any highs anymore. Just got that <laughs> deep bass. No, no more singing in the darkness. It's gone. All the Spice Girls. We did do a bit of karaoke, wandered around a few bars. And it was barely karaoke. Let's be honest. All right. It was more the bars that kind of messed up our voices because there's yeah. a lot of uh, live music going on in the pubs in Ireland. So everybody's singing along. Everybody's trying to be the loudest. Mm-hmm. No yeah. voice left. Actually, I woke up the next day with actually no voice. But for those who are new, I'm Jem Yildiz. And I'm a broken man. <laughs> no, I'm Wayne Ingram. And this is a broken man. the Millennial Podcast by Powerful Nonsense. So uh, we're yeah. glad to have you with us. We sound really energised. If you are joining us for the first time, just go listen to another episode first. <laughs> this is not your best place this is, to start. This is the recovery from the weekend. Oh, so. man. But it was good. Because we're committed, we're here. We're going to give up whatever we can, whatever's <laughs> left. We might lose our voice by the my, end of this. My, I'm, I had a cold before we left for Dublin. As if you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, you'll now, know. Now he is as pneumonia. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now I am exhausted with a cold so it's a double whammy so you get you get double shit me so uh, two layers of shit me well in a sandwich really selling yourself is it yeah so today's episode wayne (laughs) what are we talking about so today's episode we're talking in general terms but then also going to get more specific on um networking and how you can reach out to people I actually, do you know what? I hate, I hate the word networking. Me too, which is why I took it out of the title initially. Yeah, I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I fucking hate it. It's not that I hate networking. I hate the word networking because like all you're doing is building relationships. Yeah. That's it. There's not, nothing fancy and businessly, uh, (laughs) (laughs) businessly, businessly, that's not even a word technical on a business level like it's not like some secret formula that you know you have to execute this and execute that it's just you're you're building freaking relationships yeah and i think people have tried to make it into a specific kind of form and actually i think networking comes with that sort of business mindset you go to a place because you're on the prey to find people and business cards and things that are going to make your life better because you're going there it's kind of like actually like a being like a 
a ninja in some ways because you just turn up, you know what you want, and then you're creeping around, getting all the connections you want for your own good, and then getting out of there. That's kind of and and I've been at events that have been horrendous like that where you've got people scattergunning out their business cards. They talk to you literally for a few minutes until they decipher that you're not the person they want to be speaking to. It's mm. like see you later. And actually, for to be honest with me, actually the best um, the best connections I've made. Obviously, when I go to events, I always think to myself, probably there's so many people in this room that can actually help me out. But to be honest, I don't go in that with that mindset of, okay, I'm going to try to talk to everyone to find that one person. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. who do I just connect with as a human? And then usually it ends up paying off. Or like that person, and not that you go in there because you want the payoff, but actually a lot of people have a lot of different connections. It might, might not be them directly, but often it's somebody that they already know. And because mm-hmm. you took the time out to actually be a good person and get to know them they're like you know what my mate dave knows how to do this and that maybe i'll introduce you to him and it usually works that way that's it that's it like if you focus so much on finding the most important person in the room you're going to end up like not getting much value out of the whole event because everybody's looking for that same person pretty much and you're just going to struggle to talk to them i had one of my kind of networking event horror stories Dun 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 dun. It's a horror when you walk up to someone, anyway. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah, I walked up to someone and they ran away. And they ran away. (laughs) (laughs) It's like me on the dating scene as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, um, I was at this. uh, It wasn't even a networking event. That's the saddest thing. It wasn't even a networking event. It was some sort of VIP event. for uh, um, a theatre show. That was it. It was a VIP event for a theatre show, so people weren't there to network. Um, And I was talking to an agent, and that agent spent the entire conversation looking over my shoulder. The entire (laughs) conversation looking over my shoulder. Um, I couldn't wait to get away from you. Yeah, that, but, is, that but, is usual reaction people have but, when they get well. You, well, you'd say that, but she was doing it to everyone. She was doing it to everyone, constantly on the lookout for the next important person. That who's more important than this person I'm currently talking to? What was her escape route to stop talking from you to you? Do you know what? I can't remember, and frankly, I don't give a shit because because you've let it go. I, well, well, <laughs> yeah, because at that point I was kind of like, well. I don't really want to network with you anyway now because yeah. you've kind of shown shown your hand. And I think much. sometimes as well people like that think that actually it's more dominant. And people say like, when you go to an event, you know what you're going for. So if you need to leave a conversation, here's ways to close a conversation quickly and move on, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty messed up. Yeah, yeah. I've also heard this other sort of story that happens apparently to quite a few people. Hmm. which is, have you heard of this, this trick where someone's got their business card and they do a handshake, but the cards, no the way. business card's in their hand. So they's like... Isn't that like a magic trick? Slide the business card in as they're doing the handshake. Into so the other person's the, hand? Yeah, so when the handshake's done, they have your business card. Oh, my God. How awful is that? See, I don't do that. I just slide my hand into their pocket and leave it there. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> And take their phone out while you're <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Swap your phone, yeah, yeah, their phone, your business card. Because then when they're looking for that's their card. That's called cu- pickpocketing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> different different episodes. 
Another thing, though, I think is that actually, obviously, when it comes to networking, as it were, people do think it means going to these big business events. Whereas actually, I think networking or building relationship can happen anywhere. Like it literally can happen you waiting in a pub for a friend and then someone's at the bar and you end up chatting to them or you're on the train and you're feeling friendly and so you chat to someone. And actually, usually that's that's also a good option. And I think people overlook the fact that actually just chatting to people in general, being a good human often opens you up to a lot of opportunities like even where i live like just speaking to neighbors and stuff like that once they know what you can offer they'll they'll pass things on and i think people just need to get good of actually being confident enough to actually approach people but then also being curious and interested enough to let people speak and actually get to know people yeah um and and i think curiosity i think is the kind of most important thing i think when you're when you're networking it's not I think one of the biggest mistakes you can make, I think, is, and, and it's kind of like what we were just talking about for on both counts, really, which is, you know, how can I get value from you? Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of, and it, it, that's that kind of applies across all kind of ways of networking, whether that's digitally or, um, or in person. Like, there is nothing, nothing, online grinds my gears more okay Wayne Rain coming in more here he goes than an automated Twitter DM when I hit follow if you do that what are you still doing on Twitter anyway huh what are you doing on Twitter Twitter's the one man I I think Twitter is so I'm I'm you know how like I'm bringing him up Gary V you know how he talks about Snapchat at the moment how everybody's like there's no opportunity on Snapchat yeah. But he's like, well, because not everybody's looking at Snapchat, there's more opportunity. Mm-hmm. I have that same mindset about Twitter. A lot of people still use Twitter. It's just not where all of the youth is. Yeah, I can imagine now. It's now. It's a very. It's even more of a networking tool. It's not a cluttered space anymore. Before mm. everybody was talking. Now, I guess the people that are still on it. Actually, what I actually find, which is actually a good point there, is actually it's usually like the journalists and like because mm-hmm. I know for me when I'm looking for PR because Twitter's business, a news platform now. Yeah, more than anything else. So I think in that sense, you get a lot of like news editors and stuff like that mm-hmm. who are still on there and using it all. Mm-hmm. So I guess probably it has it has its place. Yeah. But. but yeah, so if you if you send me an automated DM, like I'm I'm almost at the point where I j- I'm just going to start blocking people, man. It winds me up because it's like it's like you you have no interest in actually building a relationship or you know whatever having communication, all you're interested in is me putting five quid into your fucking crowdfunding campaign for the film that you're trying to mm-hmm. crowdfund for. And I don't even freaking know you. Yeah. Don't know you. And I think that's another thing. The best is also when they're like, this isn't an automated tweet. And it's like, this is three paragraphs long and you sent it in two seconds. Magical. That's either a copy and paste job or it's an automated tweet. Fuming. Is that your, is that your rent done? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that curiosity and that genuinely building relationships, it works online and offline Mm -hmm. because if you're the, the same equivalent of that in person is going up to somebody saying, hi, I, this is my name. I do this. What's your name? What do you do? Great. Here's my business card. Email me. Email me. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. I think, especially when you come to social media, people think it's all about the numbers, but actually it's really important to get that sort of depth rather than width in mm. terms of people. But then a lot of people think that they won't get a connection or a good connection if they don't have the appearance of being super popular. Obviously, people if if 
if you message someone now on Twitter and you've got 100 followers and they've got 200K or something, you're going to think, oh, they're going to no chance answer back to me. But actually a lot of the time it comes down to actually how genuine and how specific and how loaded with like data on that person you're reaching out with, you actually have. It's not because that person doesn't care usually about how many followers you have, but if you've sent them something that they can see that you've generally taken the time to maybe like... uh, like listen or read their their stuff they're putting out if it's blogs if it's podcasts if you're specific if you're um i get it all the time when i used to use twitter quite a lot where i used to read books and then i would take a picture of like a quote from that book and then i would share it with a little bit of my own two cent on it as well what i thought about that and a lot of the time the person would either retweet it or they'd comment back and it kind of as soon as they retweeted or commented it gave me that little in with them. And obviously that's mm-hmm. something I used a lot to get people on our podcast, but also just to kind of start those connections with people. Yeah, it's kind of the equivalent of when somebody goes, oh, Wayne, have you met so-and-so? And you're like, right, I've got my in now. And then you start the conversation kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah, if you, and I mean, that goes kind of goes to being introduced to someone. But actually sometimes by just saying to someone, I've seen what you've done and I appreciate it, mm-hmm. it's often a big way for them to actually say, you know what? I'll, I'll take you, I'll, you're kind of like in now. You're not just another person who's spamming me. You're actually someone who genuinely um, appreciates my content. And yeah. that kind of gives you that first little step. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the thing that that I think I've learned over, well, since we started doing this podcast, really, is just how important these really strong relationships are and how much they can really kind of, propel you in whatever direction they send you. Um, I mean, really, if you think about the success that we've had with this podcast so far, that came from network. That didn't come from um, going to an event. That came from people that we knew um, and kind of go, this is what we're doing now. And them going, oh, my God, is there any, I love what you're doing. Is there any way we can help? But also people we didn't actually know as well. But that's because a pre-established relationship was there. But yeah, also. Also just random people that I just genuinely wanted to have a chat with. And it, even even then, like, it goes back to, first of all, that whole way we reach out, it starts with those, oh, I loved your videos, I've been watching your videos for two years, or I met you back at this thing and back in three years ago. And these kind of constant build-ups or constant follow-ups with emails and stuff mm-hmm. that eventually get that person on. But there's people now that I didn't have a clue about when I started, when we um, when we got them on the podcast, like I weren't like close mates with them. As soon as we got them on the podcast and we sat together for an hour and had the chat, I actually, that in itself has built up the possibility and the potential now that I could actually reach out to these people because I feel like we've connected on a deeper level. Like we've spent an hour together talking about stuff that's really meaningful to us. Mm. And I think that instantly gave us an in. And I think that's an example of actually whether it's in person or whether it's online, have you spent enough time really caring about a person is like if you look at your friends like you only think they're your best friends or you you know you're close with them because you've spent that quality time really delving into who they are and what excites them and i think it's the same way with that sort of network and actually building these relationships it it takes time and it takes people seeing your sincerity that they're actually going to think you know what i want to help you out like you would for a friend yeah that's it and I I think the important thing that you said there is just that it it takes time it kind of goes back to what I was saying about the automated DM you know you you, you're not going to get there yet and also you can't just send somebody a tweet going oh my god I love your work be on my podcast do you know what I mean you've got to kind of you actually got to engage with them 
first. You've got to prove because it's all if you really, th- particularly about social media, like if you really think about the formula, you engage with their shit, you give them a dopamine rush because <laughs> mm-hmm. they go, oh, people's liking my stuff. Right. So you keep engaging with their stuff on a regular basis and eventually they'll recognize your Twitter handle, your Instagram username or whatever. They'll start recognizing that name and then you're already higher up in their kind of their sort of follower list. It's kind of like, oh, you're you regularly engage. Like I have some people that I'm like, I don't know them but I know that they follow my shit and that they're always commenting on my stuff and always showing support. So should they reach out and be like, oh, you know, can I just spend, take five minutes of your time just to ask you for whatever? I'm much more likely to say, yeah, sure, no problem, because you've shown me support. And that's all it is, is a positive chemical <laughs> uh, yes, process. They give happens. you a little scratch on the back. That's it. And, and whereas if you then... If you've, if you've been following me for two seconds and your first, the, your first interaction is, here's give, my crowdfunding campaign. Give me something. Yeah. I'll be like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've got, to, you've got to take that time because if you don't take that time, you're just going to be another, another number on the follow account, basically. Mm-hmm. And likewise in person as well. You can't, you can't go to these events and just be kind of going, you're important. What can you do for me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. Yeah, and it kind of feeds into what we say usually about like, should you work for free? It's kind of like, actually, can you give yourself freely to somebody else mm-hmm. initially before they actually want to give you something back in return? And they want to know that you're genuine. And like, especially when it comes to sort of business, like, yeah, you, you do need help. You do need expertise. But at the end of the day, they want to see how serious are you about this thing you're trying to achieve? Because if you're just, it's a flash in a pan, you got excited about something and you're reaching out in the moment, but, or if you could actually back it with, look, this is what I've been doing for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Kind of with us, it's like, if we go to someone with the podcast, it's not like, hey, do you want to come on my podcast? Um, we've, it's our, it's, you're going to be our third guest. So yeah, it's something we really want to push. We'd love to have you on. And we reach out to someone massive it was just not going to happen. But if we now go to people and say, look, we're, we're a serious podcast. We've been going for three years. We're almost at 200 episodes. I think people can see that, wow, you guys are genuinely passionate about this thing that you're doing. You mm-hmm. care enough to continue produce your content. You know what, on this occasion, yes, I will. And so a lot of the time, though, especially when like young students or graduates and stuff like that are networking, I think it's too, what they're wanting is not backed enough. Like they haven't got enough experience and I feel they don't, I don't know. I just think sometimes you can't go in wishy-washy and kind of just because you think that it's a good thing to go for the best person in that area, whereas you've got nothing to prove whether you can back it, which again goes back to that idea of working for free, showing that you have some value first. And if that means actually just doing something for these people that you want to work with, whether it's just sharing your skill set for free in the later hope that maybe that person might return a favor and give you that contact or put you in touch with someone. So... Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it, uh, it's most basic level. Um, building any relationship, business or otherwise, is a value exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that is purely just, I have a good time when I'm in your company, um, or even if it's just like, well, actually, you're an investor in my business. From both extremes, it's a value exchange. Um, Jen puts up with a lot of my shit. 
<laughs> he does. Um, and I put up with a lot of his shit. But we have a great time in each other's presence. Um, probably me more so than him. But. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's a value exchange. You know, well, I mean, we're also partners in the podcast as well. So that helps. But we were great friends before then um, because we share so many values with each other and we see things both very similarly and very differently. And also, one, and I think where, where we provide value for each other the most is actually we fire each other up quite a lot um, in different ways, admittedly, but we do fire each other up a lot. And when we've got kind of ideas that we want to bounce around, we'll usually bounce them off each other um, because there's a value exchange there. And so don't, when you're going to these events or you're networking online or whatever, you don't have to worry about, here's my shit, here's my shit, here's my shit in the guise of value exchange. Cause that's not a value exchange. That's self-promotion. Mm -hmm. That's going, here's me wasting your time, wasting your time, wasting your time, wasting your time. And that's not what people want. They've got plenty of opportunity to see people's shit. It's all over the web. It's all over their email. It's all over just people's agendas at work are busy enough without yeah. them, without you self-promoting. It's more, I think the idea of actually going in, um, and again, I mean, a lot of it's authenticity, but going in and kind of going, what can I do for you is so much better. But also you can't do that in a, here's my shit, what can I do for you? Because people see right through that. Yeah, and I believe like there's that good karma of you just leading with, okay, meeting, if you said to me into a room of how many people and said, I'm going to try to leave where I've given everybody, each person I've met something. And I do that all the time. Like when I speak with like, young people as well like they'll be working on a project i'm like like email me i can put you in contact with this person oh if you need to borrow any equipment from me just let me know and a lot of the time they don't follow it up but if i can just say to 10 of them like look i've led i've got i don't need nothing from you in this occasion it might come back later there is that karma that actually they might reach out in a little while or they might end up in 10 years time they're an amazing thing and you can actually make that reach out and they'll remember that time where you said you know what when you were starting out i was going to lend you my camera I was going to do this and I think those things pay off but also something to consider on what point that Wayne was saying is that the people you usually want to kind of get their attention or they've got the contacts you want they have very high emotional intelligence they are in their position mm. because they are good at understanding people so if you're coming in there and you're leading with the fact that you want something straight away like they see through you so quickly and that's why they don't care. Whereas actually if someone walks up to them and actually has a genuine con a contact with them, which actually is they care about, they see that too. So it's, they're not stupid. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you've got to remember. Like the people that you often want to speak to are way cleverer in emotional intelligence than, than, than what you imagine. And so they're the people that you've got to convince. And it's not even, not even like convince, but they'll just see through your actions. Mm -hmm. And that's what you've got to remember. So you can't go in there with your like cheap shot of, oh, what can you do for me? They'll just laugh off and be like, ah, oh, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, to paraphrase Gary Vaynerchuk, you aren't tricking the winners, you're only tricking the losers. And I think it's so true in the case of networking or slash developing relationships. Because if you go in with, like, I think I might have said this on the podcast before, I'm starting to get a little bit, I'm kind of starting to cringe a little bit when I see people tweeting thank you every freaking day because it's starting to feel like people are tweeting thank you to all of their followers every day not because they 
want to, but because they've been told that they should. I've not really heard that one. Go on. So you know how, like, <clears throat> I don't know how much you see it, but, like, there's this, like, a lot of people are like, show gratitude, show gratitude for your followers. Show It's kind of, it, it's kind of a lot of what we're talking about here in many ways, like, about reaching out and whatnot and actually being positive and more about what can I do for you and this idea of showing gratitude is great. And every now and then I will tweet, like, thank you. But it gets is to it the just point... just, like, genuine thank you or, like, thanks for everyone for their support? What's yeah, the... like, yeah, every now and then I will, mm. right? Because I'm showing gratitude. But it gets to a point where the same people do it every single day. And it's kind of like, are you doing it because you've been told to do it? Are you doing it because that's the formula? Or are you doing it because you genuinely want to? And sometimes, sometimes you don't feel that way, but then sometimes it feels a little bit like a kind of, it feels forced rather than authentic. And I think it's the same thing about the, what can I do for you? Mm. Because if you really know, if you've really taken your time to build the uh, relationship, you should go in, um, in a situation like you see it at, at keynotes all the time in Q and A's, where the person stands up and they have absolutely no value to offer to the person that's speaking, right? Because the person that's speaking is top of their game. And they go, um, I'm an Instagram influencer. What can I do for you? And it's like, well, they don't need your influence. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got the influence. They're the one influencing you. So you don't have a value exchange there. And it feels then it feels like, well, I'm saying that just because I've been told that's the good thing to do. Do you know what I mean? And the authenticity doesn't come through. Whereas actually, if you've taken the time to build that relationship, you, you found in many ways, you don't, in many ways you shouldn't have to say it, Mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. You shouldn't have to say it. I've never really noticed too many people saying thank you. I know when people hit like a hundred, like hundred K followers or something. Yeah. Milestones is different. Milestones is different. I have no experience with people saying thank you. I see it. I see it a lot. Maybe that's on the Twitter because I don't, Really? Oh yeah, it's oh it's it's more Twitter than anything else. Honestly, I'm not on yeah, there. for sure. Um, I see it a lot. But going back to that that value exchange, if you if you have to say what can I do for you, then you've kind of done it wrong in many ways because it should come up in natural conversation of kind of like, oh, do you know you know what I'm really really struggling with this thing at the moment, and you go, oh well that's fine because actually I know so and so, and he mm. he's an expert in that sort of shit. So let me go introduce you to him, and then you but then some people go yeah, but then then I'm connecting them with someone else and they're, they're getting the business. And it's like, yeah, but who are they going to thank for that? Like, who's the connector? Being a connector is such a valuable, valuable thing. Mm-hmm. Like some of the people that I have more gratitude for than anyone else is actually the people that have gone, speak to so-and-so, I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you to him. Yeah. Well, their value is in that fact that they've got, they've already built that, trust with people that anyone they pass to it kind of builds them out and it's kind of like mm-hmm. that's their kind of pat on the back mm. to each person it's like here we go i'll connect you with whoever but i think one thing we've kind of like not even considered is actually speaking about connectors if you probably meet any connector they're great like storytellers in them in themselves mm-hmm. like they are willing to be open and i think a lot of the time when we go to events we try to put up a front of who we are whereas actually i think sometimes letting down your guard is actually the best thing you can do it doesn't mean being like soppy but it means just Mm. being honest with your story that people connect with you on a deeper level it's kind of like people usually lead with what they do and actually not who they are and i think actually 
that is really important when it comes to networking because again we connect with people and a lot of the time we connect with people whose stories resonate with us if you speak to someone about like even like an example recently it's not like me going deep into what I do but it was telling my my story of how I got started with my business I had a meeting at um, Harvey Nichols and I was speaking to the girls and they were just like who were the ones in the meeting they were saying to me like oh what's your story of how you got started and I shared the story and it was kind of like telling all the thoughts everything we did wrong and at the end of it they were just like oh my god that's so inspiring and stuff like that and I think in that moment when I'm being sort of like not like vulnerable in a way that when we started out it was very clunky it was messy we made loads of stupid mistakes but telling that story authentically authentically I think they connected way more with me mm-hmm. and then we went into our meeting and literally it literally felt like after I'd said that story it felt like I was just sitting with friends <laughs> and they knew I weren't taking myself too seriously in the way that mm-hmm. I told the story and I just felt at the end of it they actually felt closer to me because of that and I think a lot of the time we lead with like bragging we lead with everything we've done oh, with our certificates sure. with the amount of followers we have or and we think that that's what's going to make people care but actually it's the moments where we just kind of be ourselves and be a human that people actually really connect with us. Mm. I mean, I've got, I've got to bring it up because I network more with actors than anything else, right? And you are so bang on with what you say about, it's almost like trying to network with bragging rights. Because like the amounts of times that I've been at a networking event or an event of some sort, and I'm talking with actors and, you know, Often the first thing that an actor gets asked is, where did you train? Because that defines your identity, apparently. Um, and then the next thing, if they are an actor, will be, or, you know, are you working on anything at the moment? Or if they're not an actor, it'll be, what have you been in that I'll have seen you in? And the amount of actors that, that respond to either of those questions with taking a really tiny, unimportant, frankly, project and trying to turn it into this massive <laughs> next big thing idea when really it's a short student film that's going to be put into some film festivals, which is great. And that's quite the achievement actually, but they talk about like, it's going to be premier pre- in Leicester square in six months time. Um, and you can see through it because you're kind of like, well, I've not even heard of this freaking film. Like, if it's this big, like, why haven't I heard of it? So you can smell the bullshit from a mile off. But the same thing happens at all these networking events. I remember um, the networking event that we went to a good couple of years ago. And there was that guy. And he was a lovely guy, don't get me wrong. But his guard was just up the whole time. And rather than actually revealing who he was to us, he was just kind of reciting all of these motivational quotes and oh and god I remember, you remember him yeah, 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 he yeah. was a nice guy but he the impression we got from him when we came away was not oh my god i'd love to talk to him more it was kind of like oh my god he needs to like <laughs> something was going on there like he yeah. just did not want to let us in mm-hmm. um and the more and more you try and bullshit your way into impressing people the less and less people want to connect with you because as you say explaining 
to these people where you fucked up and where you're not perfect and where you're imperfect makes them go, oh yeah, well, do you know what? I've been through that as well. And so they connect on a deep emotional level because they go, this guy is going to understand me as a human being as opposed to, oh my God, that guy's got all of his shit together. Who am I to fucking talk to him? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's more about that deep, humble connection. And that means being comfortable in yourself. Like yeah. it takes a long while, I think, until you're comfortable in yourself, you can't express yourself to other people. And I think, again, that takes work. But I just think in the whole networking game, I think that's one of the most important things is that you don't go in. And I think it's, it's an environment where it makes you feel insecure because you feel like, shit, everybody's eyes on me. I've got to be someone in this moment. But actually, if you can go to an event where you've got nothing to prove and all to gain in terms of you just giving value to other people, I think like that is the best stance. Mm, I agree. Cool. Shall we um, wrap this one up? Yes, let's wrap it up. Um, so, yeah, if you've got any... I'll tell you what, actually, before, before we do, I would also recommend checking out our episode with Vanessa Von Edwards. Von Edwards, Van Edwards. Yeah. It's Van Edwards. <laughs> Some people pronounce it Van, some people pronounce it Van. Vanessa Van Edwards. Sorry, Vanessa. Um, that we did, it's like episode 160 something, I think, isn't it? Um, we did it in the summer. We'll share it on the references um, but yeah, anyway. There'll be links in the show notes. But have a listen to that episode. She is, her organization is The Science of People. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, and she wrote the book Captivate, um, which is a great book. Um, which I definitely recommend. We'll link that up as well. But check out that episode because she goes into a lot of this stuff. And and one of the things that she actually said that I really appreciated as kind of just a very basic, very, very basic thing that you can do straight away, no practice needed, is just when you meet somebody, um, react as if you haven't seen them for a good couple of years. Um, obviously, you know, if you've meeting them, you are meeting them for the first time, you know... <laughs> There are boundaries, <laughs> but as a general demeanor, just yeah. kind of as if you haven't seen them for a few years, but check out that episode. Cause I think you'll find it very valuable. Definitely check out the book as well. Um, yes. So, um, any thoughts, questions that you want to ask about networking or anything like that? Uh, drop us an email. I'm Wayne at powerful nonsense.com. Gem is gem at powerful nonsense.com spelt C E M. Um, or hit us on Hit us up on cold. Um, <laughs> hit us up on Twitter at pn underscore podcast. And finally, we would also really appreciate a review. Uh, five stars or more would be greatly, greatly appreciated. So that's it. Um, yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll catch you next time. See you later. Bye.